The idea of a curriculum, which makes the social-emotional learning needs of students a priority and ensures that all children are being taught to think critically, collaborate effectively, communicate respectfully, and express themselves creatively has been my vision for many, many years. In a world where children are rushed from place to place, often on devices, we as educators and parents need to create an environment where they are given time and allowed to focus, to think, to create, and to learn. Let's make this happen together. My name is Jennifer Lee Quattrucci. Welcome to my podcast. Let's talk about STEM. Let's talk about how we can inspire critical thinking skills, communication, and creativity while embracing STEM education in our classroom. Let's talk about how we can do this and not be overwhelmed, not have to go out and spend a whole bunch of money on expensive technology and gadgets. Let's talk about how we can really make it work for our students and inspire the authentic learning that we know they need and deserve. First of all, what is STEM? STEM means science, technology, engineering, and math. Okay, we all we know what the acronym means, but what does that really mean? It's not a grouping of subject areas. It's actually a movement to develop the deep mathematical and scientific foundation that students need to be competitive in the 21st century workplace. But you know what? It's not really about let's get jobs as engineers. It's about developing the set of thinking, reasoning, teamwork, investigative and creative skills that students can use in all areas of their lives, regardless of the profession that they choose. And you know what? It's not a class. You know, it's not like it should be, you shouldn't have like math class, reading class, STEM class. It's a way to intentionally incorporate different subjects across an existing curriculum. It does not have to be difficult, it does not have to be overwhelming, and you don't have to spend any extra money. Okay, we're going to talk about how we can do it and make it work in our classrooms. Keep listening. Before I begin with how to begin, remember that although I've been a classroom teacher for about 23 years, I am in no way, shape, or form a STEM expert. I've never received any formal training in the area. I relied completely upon my own research, my own exploration, and basically trial and error in my own classroom. When I first started to hear the acronym STEM, I wanted to jump right in, and I did and I learned a lot through the years. One of the first things I learned is that it's really not about the stuff. You don't need anything fancy. You certainly don't need anything expensive or high-tech. You can begin by gathering different materials like yarn, toothpicks, straws, pipe cleaners, spaghetti, string, newspaper, tissue paper, scotch tape, sugar cubes, Play-Doh. Do you get the idea? Basically, anything and everything that you have. But do you need all that stuff? No. Do you need any of the stuff that I just said? No, not at all. It really isn't about the stuff. STEM integration is about a meaningful problem to solve. It's about collaboration among students. It's about a design challenge, communication of process and findings, 
It's about reflection and redesign. A really important thing I've learned is to remember not to give a lot of instructions and directions. You're not doing a craft. I love a good craft. I was actually just quoted in a recent interview with Chris Woods, who is actually a real STEM expert, the host of the STEM Everyday podcast. I was quoted as saying, if you give kids too many directions, it becomes a craft. And I love a good craft, but STEM is not making crafts. STEM should be kids having a problem and using their critical thinking skills. I'm gonna talk about a challenge that asks students to solve a problem and improve something that already exists. A very basic marshmallow toothpick challenge. So give the students about 25 mini marshmallows and if they're stale, that's perfect. So leave the bag open a few days before you present the challenge. And you can even look for fun, colorful shapes around the holidays like hearts and you know, Christmassy kind of things, whatever. And give them 30 toothpicks. So about 25 mini marshmallows, about 30 toothpicks. Ask them to build the tallest freestanding structure they can in five minutes. And of course, you can change the number of marshmallows, change the number of toothpicks, change the time allotted depending on the students in front of you. Guide your students by having them start with what they know. Have them think of ideas and imagine solutions. Have them plan to build, test what they build, and think about ways to improve on it. For this particular STEM challenge, you can guide your students in starting with what they know by asking them to consider shapes that they can make with the marshmallows and toothpicks. Which of the shapes are the strongest? Have them, you know, wobble them to see. So they plan and they build, okay? They take the challenge, they stay within the time limit. After they're done building, have the students measure the height of the structure, no record the data. Have them discuss the observations as a class. Talk about the strategies the students tried, what worked, what didn't work, and have the students consider ways to improve their designs. Have them consider ways to improve their approach. Have them try again. Can they beat their previous record? Always go back, discuss the results. What was successful? Why and why not? Uh, You can extend this by having them use the same materials and try and build the strongest rather than the tallest. Can they build a structure that can hold a book, a box of crayons? The marshmallows and the toothpicks, they can go a long way with so many different challenges. You can have them make a bridge, an animal shelter. I mean, I always like to to break my STEM challenges, go back to stories that we've read. So we've actually used the toothpicks and the marshmallows to make a crate for Wilbur, a bed for Stuart Little. We've made the the bridge, you know, the story with the trolls and and all of that. Um, They can make a cheer. For, um, for Mama Bear in the Three Bear Story. They can make a fence. There's so many different things and you can do all of these things with building bricks or basically whatever kind of materials you have. The best part about embracing STEM education and guiding your students through the challenge process is the way that it allows them to wonder, imagine, think, design, create, build, and explore. They're working cooperatively, 
problem solving, and learning what it means to persevere when faced with a real challenge. That's authentic learning. Thank you so much for listening. I'm going to be sharing some more STEM challenges with you soon on my Instagram, Mommy Teacher Fashionista, on my Twitter, Jen Quadrucci, and on the blog. I'm going to be sharing some different challenges using the Brick Lab Brick Packs from stemsupplies.com. I can't wait to show you what my class has come up with. Also, Chapter 6 of the forthcoming Educate the Heart screen-free activities for grades pre-k to six to inspire authentic learning is dedicated to this topic it's called embracing stem education 15 collaborative group activities to inspire critical thinking communication and creativity and i promise each activity in the chapter is carefully thought out with step-by-step instructions and absolutely no special equipment is required Bye for now. Thank you so much again for listening. Please feel free to leave a voice message and join the discussion. I'd absolutely love to hear what you're thinking and all about your STEM experiences and challenges.